Yo, welcome to another episode of whatever this is, my channel, my show. How you guys doing? We are talking TV once again today. Uh, another Showtime show. We we talked about Dexter and now we're talking about Yellow Jackets, which might have the best theme song ever for credits. No return, no. I'm not going to even try and sing it. I'm sorry. I apologize. That was ridiculous. That was so stupid. Um, Yeah, Yellow Jackets has just finished up. It's seared in my brain. I watched the uh, season one finale yesterday, and uh, my friend, the Jay Horton, uh, who you remember from the Dexter show, and he was also on Cobra. We talked about Cobra Kai, and we've done Vikings. He's my TV guy, I guess. My TV correspondent, as it were, from time to time. Uh, he is back because he also watched Yellow Jackets, and we're going to sit and we're going to just chew the fat on Yellow Jackets and what's going on, um, revelations, um, you know, wh uh, where's the show going to go? It it's, uh, you know, we lost. Dexter is finally gone. I don't think either one of us really cares about that. And, you know, lots of shows have wrapped up and whatnot, but, you know, we always can look towards the horizon for exciting new television like Yellow Jacket. So I'm super stoked by that. So let's bring him out of the digital green room. We have the Jay Horton. Hello, sir. Hello. I'll, I'll tell you, and I'm, I'm really, uh, I'm, I, I lo love this show and I'm really bummed <laughs> the, the, the finale. I'm like, what the hell am I going to do with my life on Sundays now? Dude. <laughs> I, I and that, I was like I I when I got to like the 15 minute mark like before it was over uh, I'm just going I I was like this is the last 15 minutes for a year this can't be this can't be um I was just so I was I I have literally been just enjoying every episode I'm a little frustrated too but mm -hmm. not in like a bad way in like a passionate way um what was I going to say to you before? What do you think of that No Return song? I will say, so I want to talk about that and just the music in general. I think yeah. it's, I, I love the theme song. I love the 90s needle drops. And, and oh, I'm somebody so I good. usually, you know, I kind of look at them in a lot of movies and you're kind of like, you know, they, they don't, people use them incorrectly a lot. But I think this show like just kills that. Like I, I get little chills almost every song. I mean, it's, it's, this is like one of those shows on a bunch of different levels, but especially the music, like it just like, it feels like, like they made this for me, you know, and I know I'm totally not the target audience, but it really, it really speaks maybe to my you sensibility. Are. Well, maybe I am. Maybe, maybe, maybe I am. you are, you, yeah. you know, um, you, you are definitely a man of the nineties and I was, you know, uh, we were just talking before where we, we have uh, about a decade of age between us. Um, but I cognitively grew up in the nineties and remembered them. You know, mm -hmm. I was, I was born in the eighties, so I don't really remember the eighties. I, I was born in 85, mm -hmm. but I remember very much the nineties and the nineties was a wonderful time for pop culture and media. It was a golden era of, of just awesomeness music, like mainstream music, 
was never better than it was in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. and like, there was such a diversity of it. Oh, like, my. Like, talk about diversity God. in music. Like, you know, because, like, uh, you know, grunge exploded, right? So you had yep. the rock thing, and you still had yep. heavy metal going strong. Then mm-hmm. you had, uh, like, the rap hip-hop explosion, yep. like, really took off in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and then, you know, you had, uh, you know, R&B and soul. And, you know, we still have all of that, but not – at least, and I don't know, maybe this is me being a little out of touch with what's going on now, but it, everything, it, like, it doesn't seem as uh, d- diverse, you know, the popular music. I, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe it no, is. No, no, you are absolutely right. What you're, what I think you are observing, and let me know if this, if this sort of aligns with your thinking. Hmm. Every, every genre you just said had mainstream household recognition in some way shape or form even stuff like ska like you had the third wave ska revival that was huge you know sublime like all these all of these bad like everything the grateful dead were still going you had that fish you had all the jam bands doing their thing you had such a wide uh range of music alternative rock all of this stuff you know because alternative kind of took the place of grunge and mm-hmm. then you also have the the the, the pop punk the uh pop punk came oh, yeah. you know it's funny Nir- nirvana blew up with nevermind and then when nirvana ceased to be dookie blew up mm, in 94 yeah, yeah. right yeah, isn't yeah. that Green, crazy Green to Day. think about right. and then that exploded all that stuff happening and you have like blink 182 and all those bands kind of popped up out of nowhere so it's kind of interesting how but but what do all of all of these things have in common that maybe they don't today all of this stuff was mainstream, like right. super. It wasn't. It wasn't niche. Yeah, right. And everything has uh, consolidated and collapsed. Like you have people, like people that took they took like emo music and combined it with rap in the aughts, hmm. and you had like stuff like where people are rapping and doing emo vocals, like a really weird, like everything started to collapse on itself. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and now like pop is mainstream and, and rap hip hop is mainstream, but everything else is like obscure niche, like alternative rock is like a shell, heavy metal is a shell. But in the nineties, these were such huge, huge giants of, of industry within, within the realm yeah. The Beatles came back with the with the anthology. That was ginormous. Um, so it's just this incredible. And then the not you know also with movies too. You just the, the the movies that came out in the '90s are insane. So you had this like incredible decade. So to come back to the '90s mm. is so fun. It, the '90s were a simpler time too. And yes, there was tumultuous things happening, great injustices happening all the time, as there is with every decade. But I just mean in terms of when you compare today and everything that's happening today and then compare it to the 90s, things were simpler. It was just not as fractured and subjective as it was in the 90s. I don't know. That's the best way I I could describe it. I mean, you know, Broadway was having this ginormous revival. You had like Rent was coming out. Broadway was, was hip for a time. In the 90s. Yeah, Yeah, I remember. Yeah. TV. You had Friends and Seinfeld and like uh, Frasier and X-Files and Tales from the Crypt. I mean, it was just uh, MTV. You had these crazy cartoon shows, Beavis and Butthead. Like there's just all this 
incredible stuff like stuff that would never movies and and films and tv that would never happen today you'd right. find it on a youtube channel being made independently by a single filmmaker artist paying for it out of their own pocket a studio would never throw money at right. something like ren and stimpy or beavis and butthead and be like that's a good idea you know? and, and, and we were still getting, like, at least as far as theatrical movies were going, you, like, we were still getting a, a really good number of high budget prestige, like, adult right. f- adult films, you know, not not pornos, but, you know, like, f- films aimed at adults. Uh, and they were original. They weren't necessarily, yes, you had stuff like the Brady Bunch and the Beverly Hillbillies and stuff that was oh, revivals totally. of old shows, Adam's Family, but you had original ideas, like, you know, look at, like, like, face off or something, you know, like just like you had like original like movie ideas that were coming out. You had the straight to video market, which is was like just this incredible place where like a lower form of Hollywood was happening. This like micro version of Hollywood where you had just like schlocky schlock coming out that was wonderful and uh, all sorts of stuff. It the 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 90s as a decade has left a really nice beautiful corpse to revisit so when a show like yellow jackets takes us back to that golden year of 96 it's just it's really awesome Mm. yeah definitely um and yes they're tugging on your 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 generational x nostalgia strings you know that's what they're doing that's what they're they're totally doing that um you know i mean yeah. but at Jurassic the same part scream I mean, right, right so much stuff you know but but at the same time you know they're telling a very like relevant and diverse story you know that's that it just i i think it's one of the best examples of you know like nostalgia porn mixed with a really good relevant story today you know so here's the thing when you use the word nostalgia porn and compare it to the show here's the th- here's what i think nostalgia porn is Nostalgia porn is substituting nostalgia for character development and storytelling. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I did not mean it in a derogatory way towards No, I didn't think you did. Yeah, yeah. But what I think it's good, I think we do have to clarify what yellow jackets is because i don't think it's necessarily in that sort of vein it's, like it's it's not i i yeah it was kind of a bad uh characterization of it but but you're not but here's the thing though at the same time you're not wrong there aren't we just said there are nostalgia strings being pulled but they're done in the best way ever they're not being done like what is what it, all the older people that have seen the new scream film what is everybody they're not being tricked by by the nostalgia callbacks you know what I mean? Like they're not like they're like there's no story here. Like the story or the performances or whatever is not. That's what I'm seeing from a lot of older people online when I'm reading opinions and stuff. Like they're not tricked by the cheap parlor tricks of being like, look, here's the Millennium Falcon. Whoa, Millennium Falcon. You know, like they actually yeah. need some sort of yeah. substance in the and you know scream kind of does that a little bit like the, i like the new book the new characters and whatnot but yeah, yeah um yellow jackets is not only delivering us this wonderful this great story but it's wrapping it up in nostalgia in a tasteful meaningful way and um yeah so so what is it about it's a combination of a few different things you have it's like mean girls but with alive thrown in <laughs> and lord of the flies and yeah. 
So, somebody told me online, now and then meets Lord of the right. Flies, which now, I always yes. thought that was great. You're so that's perfect. And I think now and then has Christina Ricci in it. So that it makes does. It even yeah, better. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now and then meets Lord of the Flies, meets Alive, because Alive is literally a, yeah. cannibal, oh, has totally. a soccer team in the cannibal and, and, and 90s. Yeah. And the 90s. So it's like it's mixing all these things. But when we start off the show and when I was reading about the show before we even saw it, I, we were just promised cannibal this, cannibal that, cannibal, 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 cannibal I don't even this. Remember can- any of that? Oh, I I was just constantly seeing like uh, you know buzz. Oh, new show, survival show, cannibalism, blah blah. blah. Ah. So like, I am stoked the entire season of like I'm going to see some serious can. Like we have not had a cannibal show I think in ever. Like this is oh except for Hannibal. Hannibal was great. Hannibal um, was great. Uh, we talk about a show that was Showtime, right? No, it was NBC. Oh, the, and that I was to say three perfect seasons, three just yeah, wonderful yeah. seasons, and they're out. You know, yeah, like yeah. great. Oh, another um, uh, kind of an off-topic joke I just heard the other day. Um, they yeah. were saying that uh, Netflix should have uh, ran the pandemic because they don't let anything go past three seasons. Oof. <laughs> anyway, it's true though. It's true. <laughs> it's so true. Um, the. The which, by the way, another show for you to watch if you haven't seen it yet. Station Eleven. Have you? Yeah, watched I, I am. I've read. I've read the novel, and I'm. Oh. I'm about three episodes into it right now. I I just finished that that last night as well. Just unfucking believably good. Like really, really loved it. Uh, but talking about the pandemic, that was just. It, yeah. That's a gut. It was a real gut punch to read that. Uh, to watch that show. Um, but Yellow Jackets, uh, female soccer team, they crash land in the 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 mountains of Canada, and they're they're they you know one of the Lottie, her dad is rich, so she schedules uh, she her dad charters a private flight. There are uh, the team is they take the team really seriously. Like this is like again like what Cobra Kai does, where we take our sports super duper seriously. So they take soccer. Soccer is life to these girls. And you can really, you really get the sense, even though they have their bit, their, their inter, their, their bickerings with each other, that they are very much, um, they're a family, they're a team and they're a family and that they, you know, they're hanging out together at parties and yada, yada, yada. Um, we, we get some, before we even get to the mountains, we're set up with some, sort of uh really spicy uh situations where you know these two best friends you know uh shauna is sleeping with her best friend's boyfriend jackie yeah and what the show does that's so great is it um it jumps back and forth in the timelines can you can you devo- uh, explain that a little bit for the audience uh the yeah timeline i love I, I i love the timeline jump so yeah it's 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 telling the modern story of uh right these women or, you know, some of these women, you know, in today and, you right. know, flashes back to the incidents in 1990, the, you know, events leading up to the accident mm-hmm. and, and then afterwards while they're in the forest and the cutting between the two is just, uh, it's, it's a really good device. Uh, you know, it's been used in other movies um, and shows, but I just, I think this is probably one of the best examples of it. It, it absolutely is one of the best examples of it. There's another show that that I think does this. And, you know, we're talking about comparisons. You could add This Is Us because this is what oh, This Is Us does. I thought you were going to say Lost, but yeah, that's that's a good one. This Is Us. Uh, and I have not watched. I think we, we stopped at season three or season. Yeah, season three was where we stopped. We still have to finish the show. Um, but this show, 
and talk about trying to squeeze blood from a stone. I mean, they just they <laughs> they have been milking that what should have been a three three season thing. They are just milking the shit out of that. We're going to go in the past. We're going in the future. Blah blah. blah. <laughs> um, but we they do the same thing here in Yellow Jackets, except here I I find it to be far more effective oh, because yeah. they leave the 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 trick of this sort of storytelling devices. They give us little bits. First of all, they don't tell you anything. Mm-mm. You know, like, it's not like when you go to see Star Wars: The Force Awakens or the new Scream movie, where you literally have two legacy characters standing in a two-shot, verbally explaining backstory. Yeah, to the audience. Oh, Han, I wish you had never left when you did because our son turned evil and then ran away. Or Dewey and and Gale. I wish that I had never, you know, woken up in the middle of the night and left you because I wasn't feeling good about being insecure about leaving the small town of Woodsboro and blah, blah, blah. Like, like, and, and people are actually going like, wow, yeah, this is great. It's like, you really just telling us what happened like this way? Like, what the fuck? They don't do that in, in yellow jackets. It's, you know, that that brings up a really good point too because in general there's a you know a filmmaking philosophy or screenwriting philosophy where you know you'll generally say that flashbacks are in general not a good thing you know it's like a lazy storytelling device um here is a perfect example of you know a flashback structure used correctly and used to deepen the narrative and the characters and to work in conjunction with the modern story to create something greater than the whole. If this just would have 100% been, I agree with you. Like, if they would have done like season one, season two, past, you know, and then went on and did the future stuff separated, it would not be as strong. It's it's one. It's stronger together, and it's you know right. because of how it works together. It's really brilliant the way it's. Structured. You can juxtapose moments in time to show how one moment of time and affects Effect. another. Exactly, it's it's another really, moment of time, and that. So here's the thing. I yes, the, we talked in the our last show. We talked about how voiceovers are just like really lazy storytelling and terrible, but they can be used incredibly effectively when they're done so to flesh out character like they do in Dexter. We fall in love with Dexter. We fall in love with Joe. I don't know if you watch you. You yeah. is oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what's funny? You does Dexter. I think maybe better, than, better Dexter. than Dexter. Yeah, yeah it's agree, just yeah, that fucking good. That's and that good. also uses a voiceover. And what do those two shows have in common? They're doing a very similar uh, uh, sort of plot, sort of idea. But what is it that makes them so successful? And they're both successful. Charismatic it's, lead. Charismatic lead um, uh, that that gives us rich characterization through a voiceover, mm. and I think. Listen, I'm I've definitely I've used flashbacks in my personal storytelling when I've done it. I think the key to making flashbacks work because I agree with you 100. Flashbacks are lazy storytelling. If here's my if you have to show you can't tell. Yeah, if you yeah. show c- cinematically, what is Showing it's cinematic. Cinematic means the the story is being told to us in a visual medium. There's no words that communicate. The 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 what elevates the storytelling is that the viewer has to put together everything that they're seeing in order to understand what's happening in the story. When J.J. Abrams or fucking whoever the radio silence guys, you know, are literally telling actual plot points in a like. Uh, just a cardboard monologue it's so <laughs> infuriating to me it's so 
Um, it just lacks all feeling and sincerity. And I just, I hate it. I truly hate it. But if you had flashed back and showed us that Dewey left, if you had flashed back and show us that Han had left Leia and not tell, say it, said anything, just show us, look at why do people love Mandalorian so much? Mandalorian mm -hmm. jumps around. Yeah. Mandalorian, nobody talks. Everybody just, you just see it. You see what happens. It, it it's, it's mature storytelling or it's more mature storytelling, I would say. What was the oh damages the lawyer show on FX? Did you ever never see seen that? it? Never um, seen it. They do that. In the, that? The, yeah, through the entire run, but the the first season of damages, uh, I that is the best like use of nonlinear storytelling in a show. Really? I have. I, I would say even overall, I like the Yellow Jackets better, but I would say like technically, structurally, like that first season of damages is freaking brilliant. You might have just. When did it come out? Oh, it was in the 2000s. I, I, I don't even remember. You, you 2000, just, 2010, maybe. I might have to seek that out. That sounds yeah, really Yeah, it, it's, it's it, like the show stays good throughout, but that first season yeah. is incredible. Like, and it's that's where I discovered uh, Rose Bryan. She's just great in that show. And Glenn, I mean, one of Glenn Close's better performances. It's It's really good. They do it in Breaking Bad too. Yeah, Breaking Bad. Flashback a ton. Yeah. And what do they, but do they tell it? Nothing is explained. We just yeah. see a little snippet of the past and it contextualizes what's happening in the future and why people do what they do. And Yellow Jackets just does this so friggin' well. And yes, yeah. they crash land. There's, I, I'll tell you, um, for most of the season, I was less concerned about what's happening in the present. I, my bigger questions were, where is everybody else? Like, I was never really like the whole, you know, Shauna and the boyfriend thing. I and mean, here's the thing. Uh, well, we could get to questions in a second. Uh, mm -hmm. But Shauna and her affair and, you know, just sort of all that. I, I, I It was OK. It was interesting. It kept me it kept me um, uh, engaged. But uh, and, you know, with uh, the, the the election and stuff. I was I was super super um wanting to know what was happening in the past at all times. I just wanted to watch it and they do a really um masochistic job. It's masochistic but it's also good. They did a good job. But they did a masochistic job of making you watch something for a whole hour and you don't even it's you're so into what you're watching that you don't even realize that the story is barely inched along. Yeah. And that's done for our benefit. They're doing that for our benefit because they're going, look, we want to tell this story over five seasons and they don't even have they 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 have a general idea where to go over the five seasons. But they were breaking the story after that pilot. So mm -hmm. they are kind of evolving the show. I read about that They're They yeah, they were writing the anything. show that they're writing the show as they go. And that makes me really kind of happy because it allows them to sort of intuitively uh, maybe turn instead of being like so dead set in, you know, something right. Um, that benefited breaking bad, breaking bad was supposed, you know, Jesse's supposed to die at the end of the first season. Yeah. Um, and they're like, no, we, Jesse is part of the show. We're going to, I mean, could you imagine the, the remaining four seasons without Jesse Pinkman? You need him. Nah. So, there's something to be said for sort of feeling out you're at the same time. We've seen how that works in star Wars and it doesn't like you need to have a showrunner that kind of is guiding the ship. And it sounds like these guys are great showrunners guiding the ship. Star Wars didn't have a showrunner uh, right. until they got them to the Mandalorian. So um, 
and then uh, you know we the, the show itself it's it's grisly it's brutal uh what were some things that you really truly enjoyed uh this season or in the show or just whatever in general yeah so um for, you know i don't think you can talk about the stuff you like without talking about the cast and uh, both the young and the older cast i mean Excellent. those the young girls are all incredible i incredible. I, I, I especially like um Oh gosh, what's her name? Um, uh, Jasmine Savoy Brown. Uh, she plays uh, the younger version of the senator, and she's in Scream. She and she's is in, and she's in Scream. The shit, yeah, she yeah. is the. I love yeah, yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Love she, her. I, I like she. I, she is incredible, and I really like uh, the younger Natalie, the Juliette Lewis character. She's in, she's in Star Wars. She's yeah, in she's Bo- in uh, Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and love I, her too. I, I, and and Right at first, I wasn't sure about the, in the uh, flashbacks about the male characters. I, I wasn't sure they felt kind of stock, but as it went on, they developed them really well. Like, I, oh, I, yeah, I, Adam I, and uh, what's his face? What's the name of the guy? Um, uh, Natalie's uh, guy. Oh, uh, can I never, I'm so bad with names. Um, Travis, Travis, Travis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 he, I think that's a great performance. Uh, the kid Phenomenal. playing Travis, yeah, and Phenomenal. um. And, you know, I'm a sucker for survival stuff. So when you get into the woods and, you know, they're they're trying to figure out how to eat and they're starving and they're, oh, they're, yeah. they're cold. Love survival stuff. And, yeah. and when they, you know, they first find the gun and like, you know, how to use the gun and how to hunt and all of that. I mean, I'm just, I'm totally like on the edge of my seat. And then with the, with the modern stuff, I, I think I dug it a, a little more th- than you did, but mm-hmm. But I will say this, um, it, it, I, I still agree that the, the flashback stuff is the more engaging narratively, but I think what's happening and, you know, we'll get into where we think it's going to go, right. but I, but I it's think that is, I, I yeah. think that is shifting. Cause I, I even felt it in the last two episodes where I was a little more engaged with what was going on in the present Interesting. The, by, by that last episode with the exception of the, uh, the uh the mushroom sequence that was incredible <laughs> oh my god that was i mean that, that and you know it because you keep asking yourself the question and it's they do a very you know what they do the filmmakers do this that are the the whatever you want to call them the, the showrunners they mm. do this very sort of um tacky tired thing that you see in movies all the time especially like film school type movies we're going to show you uh, a scene from ha- from the middle or the end of the film at the beginning and then tell you how we got there. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's something it's a tired trope. We've seen it a million times. It's kind of eye rolling. We don't really need it. However, here is a great example. They, they, they the, the set opening. up this promise. Yeah, they set up a promise. They're saying, look, guys, we've got a lot of st- this show is about cannibalism. We've got a lot of stuff to do. But we promise you, you're going to get here. And when you get here, you're going to be glad you're here. You're going to be glad you you went through it. But throughout the entire season, I keep going, okay, when's the cannibalism? When's the cannibalism? And I and I was always okay with the, not getting any cannibalism week after week after week. Cannibalism is one of those subjects. As you said, <laughs> I like survival movies. I like mm-hmm. prison movies. Yeah, it is I true. like movies about uh, neo-fascists, like skinhead uh, gangs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, so like, I guess you could call these kind of exploitation films, like modern exploitation sort of subgenres. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cannibalism is one of them. I just love cannibal movies. I think they're great. 
I feel like we don't get we get them far and few between. It, there's something about cannibalism that's just so macabre. It's like the darkest sort of aspects of humanity mm. um, is the literal act of consuming another sentient being. So this notion of like these girls being on a team, and that's what made watching the flashbacks so crazy because you're just realizing these girls are going to be eating each other in the future. You know, like they yeah. are going, we're going to get there. So they do, they give us this promise They and everybody's covered in, in deer skins. We don't know who is who well, the, the girl at the center, the leader, she's called the antler queen. However, I had to go back and rewatch because I thought Misty was the antler queen and I just didn't miss mm -hmm. the shot. She raises up her thing, but she's not wearing the same garb as the antler queen. We now know for almost positively who the antler queen is. It's uh, Lottie. Lottie yeah. is the antler queen. What a what a great performance too, Lottie. Yeah, and and what a what a good uh like uh, like misdirect, uh, you know. I, and I don't know if they misdirected that she was the it was or wasn't the antler queen, but um, I, like I had kind of forgot. Who did you think it was before? I I, I was thinking that uh, Ricci, uh, that Christina Ricci's uh, the younger. Right. Version. I thought I thought yeah. Misty was Misty. Misty yes. Right. I just, or, or or was or was the uh, the the engine for it you know yeah and, and right. she still may be who knows um but uh that uh because she's standing behind lottie when they do when they first right. alter up the bear they offer the bear heart to this altar totally. um but like lottie was so in those early episodes with the exception of that you know that opening sequence like she was so backgrounded you know, uh -huh. like I like like the other characters really are were front and center, and she just like slowly comes out. You know, right? And I've as I've been reading in like different pieces on on Yellow Jackets, they use the term red shirts a lot, which is something that's from Star Trek. And yeah. you know, a red shirt was someone who was disposable and had to die to show a sense of danger for the characters that have plot armor and could never die. Mm -hmm. And um. It's a way to get like, you know, exciting moments of death on a show without killing any of your characters. And so there's a couple of red shirts in the group that are just sort of interchangeable. We don't really know who they are, but whenever you see them, you see them all in a very large group. And there's just way more than the characters that we're always with right. on an individual level. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, they're definitely going to get uh, eaten up and stuff. And then you're wondering what happened to Jackie, who is uh absolutely phenomenal performance phenomenal actress like she um she her, the center of everything that's happening with these girls is the relationship between shauna and jackie as mm -hmm. we learn that shauna's pregnant and what's interesting is shauna has a single daughter because and her her other daughter or her other child the child that she's that she's pregnant with in the woods in 1996 Something happens to that child because it, it, the, the, the daughter is too young. She's like 16 or something. She's too young to be the 25 year old baby. Yep. That or 25 year old kid that would be around. And Shauna and Jeff stayed together and their marriage is kind of stale. She thinks Jeff's having an affair. And Jeff was this whole that probably the dumbest part of the whole thing, uh, which actually turned into a, a positive was that, you know, Jeff was b doing this blackmail, like this red hair. They have this whole yeah, red yeah. herring with her boyfriend. Um, it was kind of like a waste of time, if you ask me. If that's what it adds up to. Well, maybe it was, Adam but, but I did like, I, I liked the character resolution for them 
Like I like where they ended up right. because of it, Shauna and the husband. But mm-hmm. but but you're right. Right, the, right. The, yes. The incident was definitely contrived. That's the positive. That's the yeah. positive is that we find out that we go from hating Jeff to being like, wow, you read every one of her journals and you didn't like you like gave her her space and like still accepted her and loved her despite mm-hmm. knowing all of the grisly things that we don't even know. And here's again, great character moments that really show you who Shauna is. They're super subtle in the beginning. You, you see that this, there's this rabbit eating all of her plants. She kills the rabbit butchers yeah. it and serves it for chili. But what do you notice on the windowsill in their kitchen behind the just in the background in the production design i don't know if you know this no i don't i don't there are all of these ceramic statues of bunny rabbits which would lead me to think that shauna has an affinity or enjoys bunny rabbits on some level right so it really speaks to what kind of person she is when Mm. a bunny rabbit inconveniences her and she just without thinking butchers it and serves it up for dinner. And then later on, this is jokes really bookended. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nothing. She, she jokes about it at the dinner table. Right, right. Yeah, she makes she has this really sort of like uh uh black humor about it. Like, and then at the this is bookended in the last episode where she has been sleeping with this guy that she clearly has an affinity for, and now mm. he's dead meat, and she's literally like that her and Natalie. The, all of them, they are so unfazed by a dead body, let alone having to dismember a dead body. It's like riding a really grotesque, fucked up bicycle, she says. Right. That was a great line. And she's just so nonchalant about chopping up this guy that she was having sex with. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just so crazy Like to think that like he he's dead and dead by her hand. And that's another thing. I, I'm curious to know what you think. Did she... What happened? Is she um, hallucinating? She stabs him in this weird kind of hallucinatory madness for a moment. Mm. He inches towards her and she sticks the knife out because she thinks she's seeing something else. Remember? Mm -hmm. And then Adam dies. It just makes me wonder, can we even is 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 Shauna reliable? Is she a reliable sort of source? I don't. Yeah, I I don't think so. I'm. I, it's one of those things. Where I'm, yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, you know, at this point, if if even like the filmmakers are quite sure some of these answers and are are leaving some wiggle room, maybe. Good point. You know, I'd I'd like to think that they have at least you know the the like the character stuff locked, but I I, I don't know that that felt like a moment where they were leaving some ambiguity for future use. All I know is. All I know is um, what what is interesting about all of these characters that we care about and that they are people that clearly have suffered through traumatic experience. They suffer from PTSD and they've done horrible, monstrous things that Mm -hmm. we are just not aware of. That is that is what's not being said. Is it true? No. Maybe when we watch and find out, we'll see, oh, you know, we were led to believe it, but it's really not that bad. Like just sitting and shuddering at what happened to Jackie. Why isn't Jackie alive today? That yeah. something must have been so fucking gnarly. And it was. It was actually 
you know, and here's another piece that I read. I can't take credit for this. I will take credit for the, there's one observation that I had that I shared with you. That was my personal observation when I was reading the article. This mm-hmm. was from an article. They talked about the emotional violence of that final confrontation between Jackie uh, and Shauna yeah. and how it was violent, but it just wasn't like visceral violence. It was just, it was brutal, man. It, it was, was a brutal. brutal. It was two best friends that love each other who finally are saying what they really think about each other for the first time as secrets are revealed. Jackie read Shauna's diary and Shauna feels betrayed that Jackie would read her diary, but she had every, she had good reason to because Shauna was keeping things from her, Mm -hmm. you know? And then this is the, the thing she says, she says, you're so basic. You're so empty. Shauna says about Jackie. Mm-hmm. that you're so basic you're so empty you're a narcissist you think you know you don't consider other people and um what is it that and she says something about oh high school this is what she says it's i got hold on let me pull it up i'm gonna want to read exactly what it was because yeah, yeah. it was so it was just so good and this is what i said to you um mm-hmm. as well yeah. uh, I, this just popped out at me and i was like i have to share this with i've been bothering jason all week with various little things um, without hesitating, Shauna f- uh, fires right back. I'm sure everyone at home is so fucking sad to lose their perfect little princess, but they'll never know how tragic and boring and insecure you really are. She growls or and here's what really here's the here. This blew my mind when I was watching this or how high school was the best your life was ever going to get. These are the kinds of darts only best friends can throw the ones uh, the ones precision targeted to hit soft spots the assailant knows all too well. And then I said to you, when Shauna steals Jeff, she steals what would have been Jackie's post-high school glory as well. Yeah. A mediocre, quiet, empty suburban life. That is what might have been await- awaiting Jackie. And that is like Shauna's um, albatross for what she did. Mm. She, she Her, coveted yeah. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. You no, me. no, no, you were right. Yeah, it's like her penance almost. Yeah, she like she covets her best friend's boyfriend and you know, um gets the validation that she wants from the relationship but doesn't realize that like she essentially is by wearing Jackie's shoes, she's never taking them off. And Jackie was going to was going to peak in high school and was going to marry end up marrying Jeff even though that's not what she wanted to do and she was going to squeeze out a kid and just sort of have like this boring quiet suburban uh life on Long Island New York and that would have been I think they're in Long Island pretty sure and um and that would have been and that would have been it and that's her life mm. and so that's just really sort of uh interesting to note as well in terms of uh, uh, brutal, were you a little let down by how Jackie perished? Hey guys, what's going on? It's Jeff. So I've decided to make a Patreon. What is Patreon? I don't know how to define a Patreon. Let me look it up. Patreon is a membership platform that makes it very easy for creators to get paid for the things that they're already creating. I want to do it full-time. I want this to be my full-time job. 
in my efforts to make that happen, I've set up this platform. Is it going to work? Is it going to be successful? I don't know, but I would rather try and crash and burn than not try at all. The goal is to create enough passive revenue so that I can continue to do this full time uninterrupted. Why? Because I love to do this. I love creating content. I love making videos. I love shooting films. I love doing podcasts. In case you couldn't tell, I love to talk and I never shut the fuck up. <laughs> so right now I've kept the Patreon incredibly simple. There's two tiers and that may change in the future. The Murdergram is a simple way to extend support for all of the hours and hours of free content on the channel for nothing more than a dollar. 38 cents goes to Patreon. What's a buck 38, eh? It's less than a cup of coffee, but it's a great way that you can show support for very little effort. When you divide that dollar 38 by the hours and hours and hours of time spent listening to this endless drivel of content, the dollar cost average works out. Next up is the YouTube casualty for $6.66. The YouTube casualty is loaded to the gills. Enjoy the archive ad-free as well as ad-free early access to special docu-style podcast videos, music reaction commentaries, and the like a month before they drop on YouTube, loaded with ads, I might add. You're also going to get exclusive content and behind-the-scenes content that is not available on YouTube or anywhere else. So you get to peek behind the veil. And believe me, there's a couple of choice pieces. Most of all, more than anything, whether you join the Patreon or not, I just want to thank each and every one of you that comes to the channel, that watches all the shows, that leaves comments, that participates that subscribes, that's really the most important thing. This is just trying to find a way to earn a living as an artist. And with that, thank you for my TED Talk. Join the Patreon, because we need you! 66 cents. To be honest, yes. Um, I, I think it worked dramatically very well, but, you know, like, as a like a filmmaker, a writer, I, like, I see the the pertinence of it but yeah i mean has it has somebody who does want to see some of the more sensational elements i would i would have liked to have seen that happen like in the mushroom thing like you know like at the peak of that something happened like i like i i i wanted to see something happen to her and, and maybe that's a uh maybe that's a flaw on my part but but i i, I wanted to see it come to a violent end I, I, I just have to admit that's that's what I was expecting. That's kind of what I wanted. I, I'm I'm fine with how it turned out, but I, I wanted something more climactic. See, I it was I, I said to you leading up, I said there someone's gotta get eaten. Something really yeah, fucked up yeah. has to happen <laughs> in that final episode, or else you know, they, they really are they've really taken a lot of our goodwill and we haven't mind minded giving it, but you have to give us something big in, yeah. in that final episode. And initially I felt the same way. Like that's it. She, she gets left out of the cold, but the longer that I've thought about it up until we've done the show, the more I realize how perfect it is because a going back to that article I read, it mm. was violent. It was crazy. They all turned on her and they literally push her out into the cold. Into the cold, right. And, you know, um, Taisha, I think her name is, um, the, the the actress that you love so yeah, much. Yeah, um, Jasmine. Jasmine. She makes mention of you can't fall asleep uh, in the cold because it will, oh no, freezing to death will feel like you're falling asleep. 
Mm. And that's literally what happens, what happens to Jackie. That's right. And it's, you know what? It's not, it's not violent, but it's incredibly savage and brutal and cruel. Yeah. And yeah, cruel. And She's sad. literally, yeah. it's so sad. She spends her final moments. Like it really was a mm. doom coming for her. She really was. It really was the end of her life. She was living her life. Like it was the last days of her life because it yeah. was, you know and, what, that, before you go on, this is a perfect example too, of how people need to like, let go of our expectations and let a story unfold. And because, mm-hmm. because what you're saying now is like perfectly making sense to me. And if I, if I hadn't have held on so strong to my preconceived notion of how I thought things were going to wrap up, I think I would have got more out of that. You know, I, I'm definitely going to watch the finale again. Um, I, listen, I'm, I'm a little bit in that boat as well with you, because like I said, I was expecting something a lot more. I was expecting sensational. Mm, we yes. got a lot of we got a lot of little chewy bits to chew on in those last 15 minutes and that Jackie's death was one of them but here's the thing we still might get our cake and eat it too because yeah, I think here's the will. big here's the big question here's the big no I'm talking about with Jackie here's the oh. big question for you the the cold is the winter has come winter has finally come as they used to say in the game of thrones <laughs> um and they have they're eating their bear meat but Jackie's body has been is frozen cold. There, she's going to be the first one that's eaten. I, yeah, I, say, I think that's good. I think consumed. I think that's a good bet. Although this is a show that's been upending expectations, so we'll True. see. But but yeah, I think that's a I think that's a pretty safe bet. It it <laughs> really sets up like that they bury her in a shallow grave. Yeah. And she is preserved enough that when that bear runs out, that that's what the so Shauna is going to come. I don't think we're done with Shauna's guilt that we're seeing at the reunion because Shauna is going to come face to face with keeping her baby alive by eating her best friend, Mm -hmm. literally eating her best friend or, um, you know, dying. And we all know that Shauna is in uh, 2021. So I listen, if they don't go there, I think it would be a really crazy missed opportunity. Uh, I just don't see how Jackie is not the first one to be eaten. I, uh, the whole, at the whole season, I was like, Jackie is clearly eaten if she's not in 2020. Totally. Yeah. Um, So uh, to me, I'm like, it has to start somewhere. And they already started with the ritual stuff. You know, there is some sort of supernatural inclination happening, whether it's it's real or whether it's sort of hysteria. There's some otherworldly, you know, Van talks about it when Van gets, um, uh, you know, her face chewed off by a wolf, which is also really brutal. That was um, that was probably the most uh, like viscerally oh, brutal moment in the uh, in the series so far. I would say uh, that was ter- absolutely crazy. And and yeah. and Taisha like b- just kills the wolf with the axe. That was, that that was, that was that's one brutal. of the most badass moments I've seen. Yeah, she's awesome, dude. She's like yeah. sleeping up in a tree. Like, you know, feeling guilt that she's the reason why um, uh, her her girlfriend got got just mauled by a friggin wolf. Mm-hmm. Um, and I you know, here's the thing. I think Van is still alive 100 percent in 2021 mm-hmm. um, because mm-hmm. could be, you don't could be. set her. You don't set her on fire and you don't maul her by a wolf. Yeah, just a, just a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what she you're saying is she is Lottie's number two, as we saw. I could see, with I could see that. Yeah, yeah, 
So Misty is going to do something in the future. Misty is going to do something that sort of is redemptive and well, she see, turns I, I, herself around the cult. And that, that's that could, maybe that why. I, I, th- I think like I think future seasons are going to be like the relationships between the existing characters yeah, that we've already shift. seen is going to be is going to be different. You know, so I, I think we're going to get a lot of reversals and, you know, I, right. I, I mentioned online to somebody like I, I in that last episode, like I was getting really strong lost vibes. I've never seen Lost. I only saw the pilot, yeah. so I'm also don't know okay. about Lost. Yeah, well, it, it it develops the the first season in a kind of a similar manner, you know, or, okay. is it, or is it the second season where they start doing the flash forwards? I don't remember, but anyway, they there there's a moment, there's a season in Lost where they start doing like half the show is on the island and half the show is in flash forwards. Um, but it it, it works. That's really similarly. weird because isn't it isn't it like aren't they all in heaven or something? I really don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I remember when people were so mad when Lost turned out to just be nonsense. And yeah, yeah. Um, I, I like I, I had just by the time Lost ended, like I, I don't remember what was going on in my life, but like I had just kind of lost interest, not necessarily because it got bad or anything. I just yeah. like kind of lost track of it and then like mm-hmm. watched the last couple seasons and was a little lost. Uh, no pun. And I still. I honestly, unless I read a think piece on it, I couldn't tell you what happened in the final, in the, in that last season. Yeah. I, 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 it's possible that um, it's absolutely probable that, that allegiances are going to shift around, but Lottie is obviously still alive. And I think van, I think it'd be crazy not to think that van is still alive. Mm-hmm. And then there is Javi. Maybe Javi is also with Lottie. That would be interesting too. Yeah, something um, something's going to happen with Javi. Like at least in, I think as early as season two, something is going to. I mean, where did he go? You know, I don't know. But here's what's here's something. At the very beginning of the show, we see that there are seven cult members in with the or there's seven people with the mm. cult with the with the antler queen, right? And I would imagine, and we're already tried. They already tried to like trick us by saying that it was Jackie that was Pit Girl, but yeah, Jackie's yeah. not Pit Girl. We know because of how it ends up. So the um, but so that leads me to believe that, or at least I, it makes me ask myself this question: um, We're we're sort of imp- it's sort of implied, or at least they want the audience to immediately think there's only four surviving members mm, of yes. the situation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's just so not true as we learned yeah. with Lottie. But I, what's there to say that, that not all seven of them, that only four of them came back to society and that the rest of them stayed up there in the wilderness and have formed this crazy cult? Because what happens at the end of season one is, um, as it turns out, Natalie is not crazy. Natalie thinks that Travis killed himself. It's impossible because they made a pact. And, it, you know, it's really kind of tender when you think about it, like that she was so sure she knew Travis so well only for it to really seem to play out that he actually did kill himself apart from this one thread of his bank account, which doesn't seem to go anywhere. Mm. And so because, because they, he turned his back on the pack, she's ready to do the same. And then uh, like a do, do X machina or whatever, however you pronounce that, the, the God in the machine. Yeah. The God in the machine comes out of nowhere. Cult members wearing this mysterious symbol that starts in the woods and goes all the way out. You know, uh, they abduct, um, they abduct Natalie. So she's kidnapped. Misty kills the fixer who was working for Taisha. 
That was a great little sequence. Like so, all the, I shows you all how devious Misty. Yeah, Christina Ricci is amazing. God, and I love her in this. The the psychology, the nefar- She's so nefarious. She makes her. She tricks her into te- like she basically asks to kill herself by taking the pack of cigarettes and yeah out of the garbage. And Misty knows that this is going to happen, and she puts the head Adam's severed head in with the woman being cremated. I mean, she's she's brilliant. She's absolutely yeah, brilliant. She, I love. I, I in the past and in the future, I love that characterization. Like, oh, one thing that I would really I haven't re- like I haven't read anything on it. It's, it's something I stopped doing a couple of years ago. Like I just don't really. Read- read pieces on movies anymore like i, I try I, just, I love well not movies i do it for well, TV movies, shows. movies or shows like I, occasionally i will but I, and, and this isn't any kind of like highfalutin thing but right. I, I you know i try to watch watch a thing enjoy it on its own terms how i'm taking it and and, and move on to the next one that's like me with movie trailers like i avoid yeah, i don't do movie trailers all either. movie trailers i yeah. want to go into a movie surprise when it comes to you know why i like to think pieces because uh, when this when when we have to wait a whole nother week, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, I like I, need something to think about or for the year. So like that's where like I oh and I I'm, I think it's a good thing. And don't get me wrong, yeah. I'm not saying like it's not. Like even just uh, talking with you today, and you were talking about that piece that you found where they're talking about the exchange with Shauna. I mean, oh yeah, I, like I may have felt that subconsciously, but I wouldn't have been able to articulate it. And just hearing it like makes me, oh yeah, you know what? I want to watch that again. Like I, I totally right. understand the impetus to do it. It's just something yeah, yeah. that I that I I don't really partake in much anymore. Um, we also see that Taisha has an altar. Mm. And this is really interesting to me because that was freaky. Yeah. Okay. So what? What's? Ha- I didn't even realize what was really happening. I forgot. So she, the wife, Simone, I think her name is. She goes back to get some things, mm-hmm. and she crawls up this. I guess it's like it's some sort of weird shoot. Yeah, like a crawl, like a crawl space. Crawl space. I, and I don't even remember what she was doing. I, I honestly don't remember. She what was the... just grabbing, grabbing laundry or something, but she finds blood down. Oh, that's right. Tracks. She followed the trail of blood, and then it yeah. was in the, uh, in the, uh, like crawl space, like the vents, and yeah, okay. So she finds an altar, and she, you know, Taisha is not expecting to win her race for Senate. Yeah. And so it's very, and I love that one of them is like running for a senator because that's like totally what would happen. Like, it's such a, what a great little element to add to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially with like adding the fixer into that, like to A, tell us about the story. Like that's how you introduce the story through the fixer, which is how the whole pilot opens in the first place. Right. Um, but also that, I don't know, it's just really, I just like that. Um but that this ritual that she does with the with the dog head and the heart and everything, um, quite clearly they all were into this cult out in the woods. Yeah, that they seem to do these rituals to pr- provide them with some prosperity on yeah. some level. Right. Well, and the the weird thing about it too, at this point anyway, is you know in the flashbacks she is very much the like oh this is all bullshit person. Right. You know, so it'll be really interesting to see how that develops. Well, what's interesting, too, is the bear that that Lottie kills walks right up to Lottie and then Lottie just stabs it in the head. And here's what I think. They think the bear was a sick bear. Here's what I think happened. I think Lottie 
who already has uh, psychic powers. So psychic powers exist in this world. She's a she's a she's a clairvoyant of some kind. She has some sort of clairvoyancy that's unexplained. Um, she is in contact with whatever these gods of the dirt and sky are. It's the same, you know, clearly the, the man who lived in that cabin was also in connection with this mm. stuff and died there as a result and whatnot. And Wait, they haven't found his body though yet. They could, did. Could, they did found they it in the attic. Oh, that's the right. Attic. Well, they found yeah. a body in the attic. They found a body in the attic. I assumed that it was the guy, yeah. but I mean, it, it may be. But what I'm saying is, I think maybe there are there's something else out there. There's somebody else out there. Could be. You you might be right. And you know what's interesting too is I bet you, I bet you dollars to donuts that we are going to flash back to that dude when he's living in the cabin and still oh, alive. For sure. Um, for sure. I also think we're going to, there, there's a bunch of stuff that we're going to, we're going to flash back to, I think. But um, I think Lottie starts doing the ritual on her own. She discovers something in the woods. She discovers that altar. She knows to bring the bear heart to the altar. So mm. she's been doing this stuff on her own. Remember, she has that whole thing where she says uh, uh, blood needs to flow or something mm -hmm. yeah. in the middle of the season when they're doing like some weird seancey shit. And that's when she first realizes that blood needs to be shed in order for them to like go on or whatever. And then when the bear comes, she makes that prediction that we're not going to be hungry for very much longer. So there's some sort of ritual involved with this and the altar and everything. She's tapped into it. And Taisha knows they probably all know about it. And Taisha, in desperation to win her Senate seat that she has no chance of winning, does a miniature version of the magic that she okay. knows about from that, that makes time. Sense. And that's why she wins. And we see that little glint in her eye in that last shot after Simone discovers the altar. Yeah, I could totally see that. I. I kind of think something more nefarious on her part is going to happen in the past that, that led to it myself. I, I like, I, like, I, I don't think, uh, I don't think Lottie is going to be the, like the only, uh, chief antagonist, like, it, like moving on in the past. Like, I think it, it'll almost well, be Taisha like a, breaks the girl's leg. Yeah. Power struggle between the two, maybe. It's possible. And, you know, Taisha is also the one that wants to like uh, sets out with Van to go try and get rescued. Yeah. Like she's a very strong willed like woman and she's awesome for that reason. And she's definitely going to uh, lead that that will lead to some sort of conflict. But I, I think it's I, I think for sure there's some sort of we're learning that there is the symbol represents some sort of belief structure or religion or magic that Lottie has tapped into and used yeah. it to turn herself into a princess uh, a priestess. I, um, I, I totally follow you that, that that's what they believe. I, I don't believe it'll be actualized in the show though. Like a supernatural element. I, I, I at hope least not. At this, I at this point, I don't think so. I, I really don't want there to be a supernatural element, but I think that there is because first of all, when 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 um when the Christian girl, the religious girl, when she flies oh, the, that plane, the fire, yeah, the fire. I think it's definitely coming from the teddy bear. It, it like it's so weird the way. It is um, weird. It is weird. 
but like, like why wouldn't it start in the engine that's well, where the fire would start not in like the i th- i think it's a misdirect i i, I do I, th- I i think it's a red herring i think it's a misdirect but I, what, I, what we'll I, see i could right. i could be wrong i could totally be wrong and i i accept that let's let's so here's what i wanted to do for the remainder of this uh thing i i i opened up some of those articles that that you avoid and they have some quite some big big questions okay for the next season let's try and answer a couple of those or at least ask the questions and see what we think sure. is jackie really dead in yellow jackets yes 100 percent. and it'd be stupid if she wasn't and i Absolutely. love that like Shauna seems to she definitely seems to have like Jackie in her mind always like she's always thinking about her and imagining her and that like Jackie is a lot as a big presence in in Shauna's life in 2021. Do you see her coming back in like a uh, almost like a like a Deb Dexter fashion with her? I I think that's kind of like I think they would have established something like that if it was going to happen. But I, I really like this. Ele- Listen, it's it's been done in a whole bunch and it might be a bit of a cop out, but I actually think it's a for it's a way of bringing back dead characters that works yeah. for me. Like I, you I literally mind. can cast a character like, for instance, they're doing face off, too. And <laughs> yes, like the, the idea of John Travolta now, um, Sean, I forgot what's his name, Sean, Sean, having, Archer. Sean Archer having caster Troy in his mind right for the whole movie, like Nicholas cage, like playing caster Troy in Sean Archer's mind would be so fucking good. Like See, that, that, that's what they, sh- well, I, I mean, I've heard, I hope some, ru- I've heard some rumors of what the plot is, but I, I, it's not really, that, but, um, but I hope that is what it is. So what I I've hope heard, what I've that. heard is not nearly as, uh, as good but but i don't know you know i really i trust the filmmakers behind that like i, I like everything they've done so let's my, yes. my fingers are crossed yes me too i i really like uh what the what those filmmakers have done they're they're really great hold on i'm going to share my screen because we have some stills sure. from the actual uh show here mm-hmm. um hold on i got like three of these articles out but i think great. they mostly ask the same questions we'll just we'll, we'll, we'll kind of see see what's what hold on are we both yeah we're both still here let's see what happens oh no we we lost you here we'll do this that's okay um so we have what's going on with thais's creepy basement shrine so that's what the shrine looks like we see the head of the dog here there's the heart there's the symbol this symbol must be some sort of uh tribal symbol maybe uh indigenous uh native american peoples Mm. are tied to the symbol who knows some sort of uh, pagan worship symbol thing. Um, who is the man with no eyes? I've completely forgot about that guy. I did too. Where? Uh, where, where when did that happen? That's when. That's in Taisha when she's a little girl. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I honestly don't yeah. know. And I'll be honest. I, I was not. I, I clearly I forgot about it. So yeah. I don't really care much for that. That like yeah, I don't know. I don't care where that goes. Really. No. I mean, <laughs> maybe I, maybe it'll be really cool. We'll see. <laughs> I will say this, Sammy. Taisha's son is like oh, there was yeah. a lady in the window, and I think that's was, obviously it, Taisha. Yeah, it's Taisha. It's I, Taisha. I, I think so. Yeah, I think they I pretty imagine. much said that unequivocally at this point. Is um, adult Misty a threat to the survivors? And I shit, think the answer yeah. is probably yeah. I, I, because, I I'd say shit. Yeah, it's like it's, it, yeah. 
I it's, like it's like we given. said before, especially if this is going to go five seasons, we are going to yeah. see shifting alliances. We're going to see characters that are on considered to be the protagonist turn antagonist. Like, yep. and I, she's she's going to be integral, I think, on both sides of the fence on it in, right. in the future. Because I don't think, I think she is not inherently uh, like evil or good in, in in terms of the narrative of the show. Um, I, I think she's just. She is whatever wolf you chose to feed. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> There's yeah. two wolves, a good Perfect. and a bad wolf. She is whatever wolf you're going to feed. Yeah. And yeah, she is. So, so like, for instance, she does destroy the black box that would have saved them all instantly because she <sighs> wanted people to see her as useful. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, she also protected everybody from the fixer by killing them. You could also imagine that if they slight her again, the way that they have, that she yeah. will use her powers against them. Totally. Totally. Is Jessica Roberts dead in yellow jackets? Mm, Unequivocally. Yes. I, I would be, think it would be, I, I say wrap it up. She served her purpose, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think she's dead. She, her, she introduces us to the world of what happened mm-hmm. and, you know, she gets chained up and it's kind of ridiculous, but like, I thought I, she has a perfect arc. She, and she dies as a result. We know she's going to die and it's fine. Um, was Callie born in the Yellow Jackets wilderness? Is that the daughter? Impossible. Yes. No. No. I her her the, whoever she's pregnant with may have been, but not, right. not not her. How about this for a twist that that baby is also That's, still out there and that, still alive? I I because they haven't really they haven't unequivocally answered the question about what happened to the kid yet. Like she's mentioned losing it, right? Well, she tried. I don't know about that, but she definitely she tried, tried to she get tried rid the of abortion, the baby. but but stopped. Right. So, like, so she was still pregnant. Again, plot armor. Like if you if you fuck up, if you like like for, with Van, like mm-hmm. you fucked up Van's face and you like tortured her and all this stuff, you're not going to kill her. You've now created a, a, a character that's been hardened by life circumstances totally. that's going to react. So, so it could come back and be some kind of an antagonist. Like, right. I think so there's the a baby, lot. The baby yeah. is probably still alive, I would say. My, what my happens to Javi? Yeah. I, we're no. going to find out probably immediately <laughs> what happens to Javi. I, I don't – Javi is either in the cult with Lottie still, right. which I think would be way more of a, a good twist than if he dies um, in some really sad fashion. I could also see him getting eaten. He might get Yeah, eaten. yeah. And like I was of- like I was mentioning earlier too, I think that the, there is a possibility that there are that there is another group out there, whether it's the this right. cult or something. And it, like like it's kind of a lost thing. Lost did that, and I'm that's why I made the lost comparison. But it's it's possible. I don't I, think it's necessarily yeah, I, likely, I, I, but it's possible. I, I think I would be bummed out if that turned out to be true. I feel like I kind of want them to. I really Me want too. the survivor. I want, I, want the, yeah. I want the Lord of the Flies aspects to remain as unsoiled as possible. That's yeah, I truth. agree. I agree with you. Um, like the, the my favorite stories. Uh, that's what I love about like all these survival stories. I mm-hmm. love. I mean, that's what makes Night of Living Dead so great. If you take yeah. away the zombies, it's people pitted against each other in in crazy situations. Yeah. Those are the best stories. And you know what? I could also imagine Javi being a sacrificial lamb in this yes. sense. Yeah, He's yeah, a yeah, young, totally. innocent guy, and he's going to be used for an incredible yep. act of evil against him. Yep. To to sort of like. Uh, solidify how evil somebody else is yeah, so he's gonna I totally, die i i could see right? that 
I could mm-hmm. totally see that happening. Like he's going to get uh, have some brutal death. That's going to show us how evil Lottie is or something like something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what is Lottie's cult want? And what do the yellow jackets symbol mean? We don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, no clue. I think there's no I way think, to speculate. Yeah. I think it's total conjecture at this point. It I could mean, be. It's something. One thing we can say, it's something that's probably ancient because the symbol is there when they crash land. Yeah. So it's something that already exists. It's not something that they made up, which is what I thought in the first episode. Initially. Right. Yeah, me too. Did Lottie murder Travis? I would say absolutely. Most most likely. Yes. I mean, Travis did not kill himself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The I think the cult. But I, I don't know. I think that I think. I think something and I think all of the present day stuff is going to resolve in ways that has not been hinted at. I, th- I think it's going to be some kind of reversal. I think we're going to end up, I mean, for, for all we know, I mean, like Shauna could end up being the antagonist of, of, of the present Which day is very possible. And frankly would be great. I would love to see Shauna take that turn. She's really, here's the thing. We look at Shauna as kind of like uh, a protagonist, but the reality right. is she's we have pretty- no idea how like she's done some really like fucked up shit. Yeah. And yeah. we have no idea like how how much how damaged yeah, she, she could is. Tol- she could totally go the you know Walter White, uh Dexter mm-hmm. Morgan route, you know. Yep, yep. We're uh we're we're just zipping through these. Who is the antler queen? Lottie. We think Lottie. it's Lottie. Yeah. Who gets eaten? We we said again. It, it could it could it could also be Taisha, but I'll 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 go. Oh no, wait. We actually saw though. We saw her arm, so we knew she was white. Correct? She yeah. It's not. Yeah, yeah. It's not. Yeah, Taisha. you're right. You're it's right. Definitely. I think yeah, it's definitely it's Lottie. Lottie. See her okay. Giving the the bear heart at the right, beginning. Right, now, right. Fair here's enough. the thing. Here's the thing. How about this? All right. Who is it? Who is it now? Today, mm-hmm. it's very possible that Lottie might have died in 1996, and Van might have usurped. Lottie's oh role. yeah it's an yeah, just that. it's yeah. possible it's, it's possible. possible okay I think Van Van is one of my most, uh, favorite characters she's just so interesting to me and I loved seeing that scene you know at first um uh Jackie almost lets her burn to death and then she she uh redeems herself by pushing Van out of the way of the propeller of the plane right which I thought was so awesome to see that get kind of like resolved in that kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, who gets eaten? Uh, everybody gets eaten, probably. Yeah, and- yeah, I I think what you said earlier when you were talking about the the kid, um, I because yeah. whoever's getting, whoever's getting eaten, it has to be something pretty major because it opened the show. So like when you were talking about it being sacrificial or whatever, maybe it was the first one. Like I I I, I my money would be on the kid, but you know it could be any of them i i think the first one that breaks the seal that like cr- that 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 well the first one them- that the first one that they actually kill i think you're right the first one that breaks the seal is going to be the uh, the frozen girl yeah but, jackie jackie but yeah but the, it might the, be hobby it yeah, might be that would be an actual sacrifice you know uh, and it she, would be so a, be a sacrifice and you know what it's like you could imagine like hobby doesn't even know what's happening to him like he's so innocent and young like he doesn't even realize and obviously coach is gonna get eaten like oh yeah that and, and, uh, if he if he makes it i will be you know what it would be actually a big big twist he's the it, big bad <laughs> dude oh my god like well, well, I don't think so because no, the girls I have been slowly taking so. leadership away from him. Yeah, t- but I totally he don't. He might think that. still, he might still be alive. Like, it, it that is, would be it a is very possible because everybody is thinking right now for sure if we he's going to get eaten. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I thought I thought he was going to buy it 
halfway through the first season. Well, he he also <laughs> lost a leg though. Yeah, which yeah. Kind of gives him plot armor. Remember, I, I feel mm-hmm. like in these situations when you get injured, it gives you a little bit of plot armor. Mm, okay. Yeah. yeah Not yeah, always, yeah. but Not I always, think. But in, I, yeah, in, I could. In, I could see it. It's possible. What happened? We already talked about the yeah. wilderness baby. Um. Why is Taisha sleepwalking and having visions? This is um yeah, a, a mystery know. that is yet to be solved. That has to do with the man with no eyes. It's absolutely creepy. And it kind of does annoy me a little bit in that it might be supernatural has to do with her grandmother too, who also um, saw things or something. Mm. And we realize that the which bite. Also, on her... I'm yes, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, which also leads me to believe that like, like there, there's something more to her and the engine of them getting into the stuff where, where it's like right now we just think it's all Lottie. And I like, I think that's going to change. Yeah, no, you, you absolutely might be right. And and these girls have all done fucked up shit and probably shifted around a whole bunch. We just see them in the present and the first ones we see. So we automatically assume that the exactly. good guys have prevailed and that's yeah. what we think. Right. Um, right. That's a good, that's a really good point. That's a good point. Um, and we realize that the dog is probably what bit her hand, causing mm. that that wound. Uh, will Shauna getting get away with killing Adam? I she already did. Oh uh, yeah. well, well, oh wait, there's one, there's one loose thread. Oh, oh, and to go back to Jeff real quick. So Jeff mm-hmm. is like, I, this is what I love about Jeff, besides him having my name, <laughs> is that <laughs> is that um he read, like I said, he read all of her journals. And he still loves her and still accepts her for what she is. And like, I think Shauna is so overwhelmed. Like he thinks, and he also thinks that all of this is his fault, like the affair and everything. He kind of like takes all of it on and he's willing. He's always willing to do the right thing. Like he knocked up Shauna. He marries her and does the right thing by, if you want to call that the right thing by being, you know, doing the or what, what what people societally think would be the honorable thing of getting married and, you know, um, creating a home for the kid and yada, yada, yada. It's like Jeff is a man of duty. And even in the sense of his store, like I'll do whatever it takes to save my store. I'll do whatever it takes to get us out of the hole. Um, and it's the same thing with Shauna. Like, you know, he learns all this really fucked up shit about Shauna and he he still accepts her for who she is and loves her and stuff. So I really like that about Jeff a lot and makes me kind of feel a little bad for him that assuming that that is the truth about the loan shark thing, which mm-hmm. I think it is. It's just a really weak sort of red herring plot point thing. Yeah. Um. So, uh, but her daughter, who we didn't explain the daughter finds out that Sean is having the affair. So she knows, and she's met Adam. And now that Adam yeah. is dead and she saw him she, on the news. Yeah, she's a loose thread, and she's not the type of loose thread that you can eliminate because that's your fucking daughter. So yeah. you're not going to kill your daughter. Um, something's going to happen with that for something's sure. Something's going to happen with that. Who killed Travis? I, th- I again. I, I know. I know you think it's Lottie, but I. I kind of my vote is still on Taisha. It you, you or, might be right. Yeah, or or Shauna. You know that's, what? Uh, no, those no, are no. My, those are my top picks. I think it's Taisha because it, they're trying to make it seem like it's Lottie. It was Taisha. And here's what, oh, oh, <laughs> yo, this is why it's fucking tight. Well, no, but Lottie was the one who emptied out the bank account. That's the one thing that trips that up. Taisha's right, right. working with Lottie. Yeah, that could Taisha's be. Yeah. Work, yeah, you're right. You're yeah, right. Yeah. Because uh, maybe, maybe, maybe uh, Travis was a part of her sacrificial thing in order to get the Senate seat as well as the dog. There you go. Could also be a part of that with the could fixer. Yeah, so yeah. that. 
we don't know. We don't yeah. know. Um, yeah, yeah. What's but up again, with the it, it could be anybody. <laughs> There's no point in answering this. What's up with the mysterious yeah, symbol? Yeah. This cult? We already discussed it. It's something is clearly it's there's something in addition. It's not just a cannibal story of survival. It has to do with this cult thing. I love seeing the the, the, the cult members. And I was reading, I guess they're all wearing lavender because that's what she's wearing in, in, in 1996. Mm. Lottie. Okay. So that's okay. cool. Um which other yellow jackets survived the wilderness and where are they now? We Yeah. <laughs> who fucking knows, dude? Who fucking knows? Right. And I think that's I think that's okay. it. I just want to check. There's one last one. I, I'm not gonna flash it on the screen. I'm just gonna look real quick to see if there's any questions. Yeah, yeah. Those are that, fun. That yeah, that I love that's my favorite part about. Oh, hello. Oh my god, Noah. My daughter woke up. Okay. Hi, honey. I guess this show is is over before. No problem. Here, real quick, real, come say hello. You want to say hello? Say hi to my friend Jason. Hi. Are you oh, okay, look at Mama? her hair. She just look woke up from the beautiful. nap. Yep. Beautiful. She, I, I know. I love the 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 curly hair. Yeah. Hold on, sweetie. Dad is finishing up real real quick. Um, questions we have. Hold on. Seven biggest questions we have for season two. Uh, who died in the pilot? Right, we already talked about that. We don't know who Pit Girl is. Did Lottie kill Travis? We already talked about that. Um, how many other survivors are there? Already talked about that. Uh, who kidnapped Natalie? I mean, come on. Uh, what's up with Tyrese Shrine? Yada yada yada. Um, where is Hobby? Yada yada yada. Okay, that's it. So right. I guess we sort of hit all of our bases. I really want to thank uh, VJ Horton for returning again and joining us as our our what we're going to call him the Frumist television correspondent here awesome. uh, officially. And uh, we'll always have him back for, for television when it makes sense to, when the planets align and um, here, you want to play with this mama? Go ahead. Yeah. You go play with that here. Play with that. Dad, dad's finishing up here. Um, I just want to, let's talk real quick about you are making a movie right now. You are, tell me about this. It's your new yeah, yeah. um narrative uh or you're going back to narrative storytelling tell me about yeah it. yeah haven't made a narrative movie in four years uh this is a horror movie it's called craving it's a crime thriller about some uh heroin addicts that end up uh besieged in a roadhouse bar mm -hmm. and uh turns out one of them is a monster using heroin to keep from turning and the movie is kind of a almost a scream-esque whodunit mixed with a monster nice. movie mixed with a crime thriller um nice. doing a crowdfunder for it starting on the beautiful that's beautiful. Um, yeah. So check that out. I, I know I'm going to be donating to the Indiegogo. I, I think all of you should, too, support the creation of independent art. You know, J Jason has quite the proven track record, too. He's made uh, more movies than I probably ever will in my whole entire life. So that's really it's quite an accomplishment to make so much. Um, so make sure you check that out and subscribe to his channel. All that stuff will be in the description. We just need to talk real quick about riotstickers.com. Riot stickers, we are the bomb. That's right. As you can see right here, what's normally $59 is 50% off. You're not going to find a better deal than $29.50 for 53 inch by three inch stickers. That's nine square inches of real estate for you to put some sort of image or logo or what have you. And if you use the promo code from us, that's my last name, F R U M E S S. You're going to get 50% off. How do you do that? Go to the link in the description, click on that link for ridestickers.com. It brings you to this special deal and you will be able to get 50 stickers. And like I said, you're not going to find a better, better deal. I'm, uh, there are other sticker competing sticker companies. Their stickers don't even stick. Okay. They don't even stick. So make sure you check that out, riotstickers.com, riotstickers, we're the bomb. Let's play the little uh, video that we got going on right here. 
with the song that everybody loves. I hope you enjoyed this episode of TV of our of, of 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 looking at TV shows. We'll be back in a year's time to hopefully talk about more yellow jackets. Uh, uh, yeah, that's it. We say peace and hair grease.